trying to get her on for a while. So um, today's uh, today's podcast is we're going to talk about like how she does it because Mitzi is like she's my youngest sister, but she also has so much on her plate, and we live complete opposite lives. So I think there's a lot I can learn from her, <laughs> which I'm learning. So let, tell me a little bit about you, Mitzi. Um, I am a wife of 14 years. <laughs> um, I'm a mom to two boys and um, a little girl. <laughs> so I'm a mom of three and two if you count my fur babies. <laughs> but um, I run my own business. I volunteer at the kids school PTO. Um, I do work part time. And like my sister said, we have a lot going on. We do Special Olympics for my kids. Uh, I do have two special needs children. So we are constantly on the go, on the go, on the go. Very, very busy. Yes. And so you have a total of three kids. Yep. My two nephews and my niece. And you also, like you said, you have two kids with disabilities. And um, I think what's really awesome about you and our other sister, Kathy, is that, and, and our other sister, Melissa, I got a lot of sisters, <laughs> is that uh, you guys, that you're married, you hold down the fort, you got this huge house, all of you guys got, all of you have houses and you got these things you have to run, these kids you've got to run here and there, and you got jobs, and you also have your side business, mm -hmm. because our mom raised us to be side hustlers, you know, <laughs> <laughs> to kind of dig our way out of the hole and, and find a way we can have some income coming in from, you know, multiple places. So tell us a little bit about that side of your life. <laughs> um, that side of my life, let's see. I do work part-time um, and my side business is a health and wellness business. So I try to find the time in between, you know, running the kids all over the place. My day usually starts about 6, 6.30. I get everybody up, get my husband off to work, get the kids up, fed. I drive carpool also in the morning for the neighborhood. So I'm like a little neighborhood mom. Um, <laughs> get them off to school. And then usually what I do is I spend about an hour to work on my social media, my network marketing, um, messaging people. Actually, that's what I was doing a little bit ago. Uh, messaging people. Um and then I get myself ready for work if I have to go to work. And then I get ready to go pick up the kids. <laughs> and then, um, you know, it's all chaos after about three o'clock. When so everybody comes your home. side business, what do you do? My side business is I do it works. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Show us that right again. here. <laughs> okay. um, that one has a bunch of all natural health and wellness products like vitamins, hair care, skin care. Um, it's got the protein, coffee, mm -hmm. a little bit of everything um, to help you, you know, with pretty much any health goal that you're wanting to get to, like controlling your diabetes, controlling your um, blood pressure, uh, drinking a weight loss coffee. And how's it helped you? Like what, what has it helped you as far as achieving your goal so far? Uh, how it's helped me is I belong to a big community of women mostly. Um, there are some men that do it as well, but uh, I belong to a community that's really become my second family, my extended sisters, if you will. They, you know, they encourage each other. We have our own private message called Diamond Bound Babes, mm -hmm. which is something that all of us strive for to uh, 
reach our goal of diamond and beyond. So um, are you talking about like financially? It's financially, you? Okay. financially. So what about health wise? How is it helping you? Health wise? It made me take a deeper look at myself um, and how unhealthy I was. I take a, I take a look at different pictures of me mm -hmm. um, that I've shared, you know, publicly, yeah. publicly on Facebook, Instagram them. and everything um, of just like how, how big I was like size 16. So you've lost some weight yes. during this process. Okay. Yeah. I've went down to, I'm at a size 10, not my goal weight yet, but it is one of my many goals that I've set for myself. Um, so it's definitely helped me take a look at that yes, and yes. help me be um, a lot more positive, help keep that depression at bay, which is something that I definitely struggle with. So do you feel like having this side business and, you know, it's having to do with the health and fitness world, world is kind of keeping you, um, you know, your your focus off feeling depressed and, and getting your body back to its natural state, which is healthy, vibrant, energetic. Mm -hmm. um, and then also because it's a side business for the financial part of things, you feel like you can take that that negative energy and focus it on where it really needs to be is getting more income in for your family. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Getting that um, feeling of uh, contribution to my household, to my mm -hmm. family, helping be that partner for my husband. Um, so not all the financial burden is on him. Right. Yeah. And then so let's also talk about the kids. You have two kids with disabilities. Like mm -hmm. how does that um, how first of all, I know that's really hard. I used to work with kids for kids with autism for five years. So I know that's already really tough. I can imagine doing it for a very long time. Yeah. But um, once you realized what you're working with, you know, you really took it by the bull's horns and just kind of were like, OK, I'm going to handle it before it handling me. And I was able Definitely. to see that. So tell me about that a little bit. Uh it's it's definitely one of those things where having a child, actually two children with disabilities, um, it definitely teaches you patience is one of the biggest lessons that I've learned. Patience, understanding, um, really, really not putting a whole lot of pressure for them to fit in with the mold for them to to adjust to everyone else, letting them have that uniqueness. Uh, both my my oldest and my youngest has autism, um, different severities, different levels, if you will. Uh, my oldest, he dances all around. <laughs> He's been a dancer and just randomly, he'll just bust a move. Um, I know when we first found out that he had autism, uh, it was it was one of those things that's you know a shock um and it put a lot of things into perspective you know of all the different things that i did grunting pointing everything like that and you know all the stares that he used to get or we used to get you know out in public it was just one of those things where you know i had to learn to overcome that you know because as a mom you want to be protective of your little cubs yeah. and you want nobody to be harsh, nobody to be mean. Um, but it was one of those things where I would start joining him. Like if he was twirling around, I would get up and twirl around with him and, you know, not make him feel like that's a bad thing to be stared at in public, you know, just be like, whatever, who cares what anybody else thinks, you know, right. do you be you, uh, be unique with my daughter. Um, 
we are getting over that hurdle. She's, you know, learning how to be more independent, learning how to brush her teeth by herself. Um, so it's something, you know, it, your family, being a family of disability, um, I don't really like that word disability, just differently abled kids mm -hmm. is is something different. I mean, we have a different routine. Uh, I cook, <laughs> I cook like three different lunches, three different breakfasts, three different um, dinners every single day. And it's just a way of life for us. You know, yeah. other parents can't imagine um, doing that. Other parents say, mm -hmm. you know, my kid's going to eat whatever I put in front of them. Well, with me and our family, it's one of those things where, you know, I know my kids only eat certain things. And yes, we push them to try new things, but we don't give them punishments or degrade them for not wanting to try new things. Mm -hmm. We say, okay, you know, you at least smelt it. So that in itself is a big accomplishment, you know, right, you, right. smelling so something, yeah, smelling well. something right. or touching touching right. something new is exciting for us. Um, right. And like, it just gives me chills even talking yeah. about it because it, it is exciting. And those are huge accomplishments for people that don't really know what it's like to raise any kids with autism. Like they don't really understand what those, those huge achievements mean mm -hmm. because you know, they, it's, it's very hard to compare when you're not really walking in somebody else's shoes that are going through that. So yeah, or if you're seeing it. So yeah. Um, so tell me also like, um, tell me about your goals. Like, what are your now goals? My now goals are um, obviously as a mom. My now goals are to help my daughter be more independent. Um, and how old is she? She is seven. She'll be eight this year. Mm -hmm. uh, our goal by the end of the year is to have her be able to take a shower by herself, mm. which sounds like kind of a weird goal, but um, that's totally understandable. Sure. <laughs> to be able to take a shower by herself, to brush mm. her teeth by herself, and um, teach her the times that she should be eating. Because one thing with her is she doesn't have that correlation in between her brain and her stomach. Mm -hmm that tells her when she's hungry. Mm -hmm. um, so we have to prompt her, say, hey, it's breakfast time, you mm -hmm. need to eat. And she fights with us. Lunchtime, hey, it's lunchtime, you need to eat. Dinner time, hey, it's yeah. lunch dinner. Um, so that's a major goal as a mom for her. For my middle child, my son, um, just spending more time with him because I feel like sometimes he gets neglected uh, mm -hmm. because we're focusing a lot of our attention on the two with right. the different different able abilities um, that sometimes he does get left out. So just having that mom and son time with him and then for our oldest, um, still working on independence and his fine motor skills. Right. Uh, Business-wise, what my goals are is to get back to where I was prior to um, our brother's death. Mm -hmm. um, I was making about the same money that I am making working part-time mm -hmm. for a company. I was making that every single month with my side business. Wow. Uh, once our brother Richard um, passed, I my side business took a backseat. I put everything on hold. I put my life on hold. Um, so I would like to get back to that point or higher by the end of this year. Good, good. And it's good to have that goal to focus mm -hmm. on, especially when you go through such a big tragic event in your life that um, you have something that can literally, 
you know, jump in, pull you out of whatever darkness you're in and, and get you back on your feet and back, back going again. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Awesome. And what are your health goals? My health goals is, okay, I'm not a, a weight loss number person, mm-hmm. so I would never put a weight loss goal. My clothing size, which I think um, for me, when I feel the sexiest because I am a larger girl and I have curves. I don't want to lose my curves. (laughs) Um, My clothing goal would be to a size eight. For me, when I look at pictures of myself, a size eight is when I felt the sexiest. When I, when I look at pictures, I look the sexiest to myself. Mm -hmm. Um, I wouldn't want to be smaller than a size eight. Um, other health goals of mine is to, uh, get my migraines more under control Mm -hmm. to make better choices Mm -hmm. food wise. Yes. Yeah. Cause that is something that I do struggle with is Mm -hmm. food wise because, um, you know, like I stated, we have several different people in the house, um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) kids and stuff that, you know, they have their certain foods that they eat. And I tend to backslide yeah. and eat their foods. Yeah. Um, when I know that that's not the best choice, the best for, choice for me. Right. right. Um, so, okay, cool. I think that's really good goals. And I actually, mm-hmm. I love the fact that um, I'm really into health and fitness. So I will do everything I can to help you while I'm here visiting because I'm visiting my <laughs> sister for a few weeks. And uh, this morning we did 1.6 miles and we're going to do really commit to it mm-hmm. um, every day this week. Uh, even when she gets off work, we'll find some time to do it mm-hmm. and uh, we'll help each other. Cause I've got my own goals as well. And you can help me with those goals and you know, I can help you with your goals. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the best part, which leads me to my next question. How do you find, or where do you find time for you? <laughs> your personal, like exciting things to do. My personal time, so me and my husband, um, we've been together for 18 years this year. So we kind of know each other when we need that personal space. Um, (laughs) So we've kind of worked out a system with each other where if he needs a break, he usually just tells me, babe, I need to go to the car wash. (laughs) That's like his, his break. When I need my personal space, I go watch movies. (laughs) That's something we've done like since we were little kids. And that's always been my solace time. I, I will go to the movies by myself. I'll treat myself to a movie, um, go treat myself to the whole shebang lunch movies, maybe a beer. Um, (laughs) And, um, or I'll just do some shopping. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Like Walmart trips, <laughs> Walmart, trips. <laughs> Walmart trips, Ross trips, Target trips. So um, a lot of things I like to end because we're going to come up to an end right now um, mm-hmm. is we're going to close this, uh, close this podcast down. Thank you for sharing everything you did today. Okay. Um, a few last two questions are um, the first question before the last is how do you feel sexy in your own skin from where you're at right now? How do I feel sexy? Um, my husband actually makes me feel really sexy. <laughs> you know, no matter what size I'm at, no matter 
what I look like, he always tells me I'm beautiful. Mm -hmm. And it just, it's a really big confidence booster when he tells me I'm beautiful or when he texts me something like, good morning, beautiful. Um, I hope you have a great day. And to me, I mean, when I look at myself, I know that I have a man that loves me and he truly, honestly, without a doubt, makes me feel beautiful and Okay, sexy. so maybe the question should be, how do we get a man <laughs> like a man? <laughs> well, I won't say that on camera. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay. So my final question is, um, because, you know, I do share this now with every podcast I've done after our brother's death, which was last summer. Um, you know, he died, he shot himself. Uh, and it was a shock to everybody. And I like to ask all my guests, you know, what do you, what advice do you have out there for anybody who's maybe feeling depressed, going through a hard time, maybe feeling like they're unworthy of this life? What advice or suggestions do you have for anybody feeling like that? Um, what I would tell my brother, I guess that's the easiest way for me to put it into perspective is, I would say, and it sounds cliche, but do just spend time with the people that you love, you know, especially when you're feeling that, that negativeness or those feelings of worthless or unloved, um, get your ass up and go in and be with somebody that you love, you know, your mom, your dad, your brothers, your sisters, your aunties, uncles, cousins, you know, pick your favorite person in the world, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, pick your favorite person in the world and just freaking or go animal. out. Yeah. Or animal. Or animal. You don't Aww. have anybody in your life that you love. Yeah. Just, just could even be nature. If nature exactly. is that thing that go you for love. Go for a hike, go, right? go working out, um, get that, what is it called? The serotonin? Yeah. Boost Flowing. It. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> boost that serotonin, you know, um, just find something that you love, an activity, a person, and go and do it. Don't think about it. Just do it. Yeah. Um, and definitely don't be by yourself, you know, and have, you know, if you go through those depression states often, maybe have a depression buddy, <laughs> you know, somebody that, that you make a pact with and you agree with, um, to if they call you or you call them, you're going to be for them no matter what, you know? Right. Right. Definitely. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for joining us. And if you have any questions for Mitzi, um, you can find her on. Uh, she wants to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me on Facebook, um, Mitzi Montijo. Uh, yeah. If they want to know anything about It Works, where do they find that? Uh, you can go to mitzimontijo.com. It's M-I-T-S-I-E-M-O-N-T-I-J-O.com. Yeah, yeah. All right. Thank you for joining us. You can find me, uh, Helen, at sexyfreedom.com. You can also find me on Facebook, Sexy Freedom Media, and on Instagram, Sexy Freedom Media. All right. Love you all. Thank you for joining in. Bye. And uh, we'll talk to you on our next one. Yes. Thanks. <laughs>